This is a snapshot, a moment, a sneak inside the minds of our graduates. This is season one, class of 2020. My name is Mary Bongay and I decided about three years ago to study neuroimaging research. That's a master's to do it in master's. It took me a while to get to that decision. In my mid-teens, something tragic happened and I, that made me question something about the human body. And one of the things I questioned was the brain. The brain was like the thing that navigates you through life with the way you think and the way you behave. And that kind of changes at times when something is wrong with the brain. This was way back when I was in Africa in the late 90s. And my next neighbor had a stroke. And that kind of changed who he was, basically. And since then, I started getting a bit curious about why that was. But why is it that with the brain, he can't walk as fast as he used to be? He can't talk the way he used to talk. So what was it that was causing that? So I wanted to know more about that. And uh, that kind of basically starts my journey. I kind of did a lot of research uh, into what I wanted to do. And I see that radiology, you see inside people. That was the first thing that was advertised. And I thought, wow, that will be great. And I can understand a bit more about the brain. It would be cool to see exactly when it goes wrong, why and how and what happens at, in real time. So yeah, that kind of sparked my interest and I went off, did radiography. At one point, I wanted to be a trauma radiographer, but the brain keeps coming up. Everywhere I go, people with stroke, people with brain injuries because of car accidents or just accidents in general or uh, metabolic diseases of the brain. And so um, I decided finally to do a little research about what universities are doing stuff on brains. And the only one that suits me well was um, Edinburgh University. So everything takes me twice as long. So I plan my day and I go to work and I come back in the evening, have something to eat, and I will do anything up to four hours from listening to the lectures and doing extra research. There are days when I do long days at work and it's so hard to come home and motivate yourself. It was intensive very intensive. It's, it's like ongoing. You, you, don't, you don't stop at all. You don't have the luxury to say, I can leave it for tomorrow. Well, I didn't anyway. Doing it was very frustrating. I'm not going to say to you, it was all plain sailing. There are times when I've been tears. Um, I've kind of thought about dropping it off and then go back again. And um, then I said, no, I can't do that. I have to stick it out. Um, I've never started something and not finished it. I, it's my policy. When you start, you have to finish. That was it. And I have to. So when I finished, it was like this great sense of accomplishment. I did it. You know, it was such a sense of achievement. You know, I cried halfway through. I thought, oh, I can't believe it's finished. Then I thought, oh, that's a bit sad. What am I going to do when I get home? Because of the coronavirus, we have to have all this extension. And that was the frustrating part because there were too many things going on at the same time. You're doing your dissertation. Um, the university, is, as well as the people who are doing it with you, are doctors. So they have a job to go to, just like you have your job. And for me, it was made a bit worse because I was shielding. 
So I was working from home as well. It was the most stressful, stressful time for the whole three years. That period was the most stressful and intense period. It was even harder for me because during that period, I lost an auntie. The responsibility for with me to look after my mom because that was a baby sister. And unfortunately, it wasn't here. It was abroad. It was back home where I'm from, Sierra Leone. So yeah, and uh, those are the days where I thought, should I just put a stop here now and then see how it goes? I learned a lot about myself during those times. Um, I didn't realize I was that strong because there was a time when I was saying to myself, you cannot do this. But the other side to me saying, of course you can. And I valued more because I didn't give up. And it doesn't matter what was going on around me. I kind of try and find that focus to stick with it. And not only stick with it, try to do the best that I can do. I think if anything else, this degree for me is being one of my greatest achievements. I got through it. I did it. And I valued more because for me, it's, it's very, very special. As I say, it, it, it made me realize who I thought I was, that was not the person. I'm much, much stronger. There have been times in my life when I've crumbled really easily. And to be able to get back up and do what I did, for me, it's amazing. It's just, it's just amazing for me. It will set me on a, on a different path because it's all about research for the brain. And it's something that I would really like to go into in, in the future. Um, I've got the um, academic experience. I've got the uh, clinical skills. So now what I really would like to have happened is to get a job in that area. But at the moment, the way things are, people are not advertising job as such. So now it's just the waiting game. But while I'm waiting, I'm not just sitting down doing nothing. And I feel like the, the, the cause has opened a big um, avenue for me to do more personal studies on my own. Reading articles that are coming out of all the things I've done around it. So I'm reading around the subject even more to get more understanding. So when I do get that job, <laughs> you know, I know exactly what I'm doing. I just want to say thank you to all the lecturers, everybody at the university there that were there for us, especially the um, neuroimaging department. They were brilliant. They supported us every step of the way, you know, because sometimes you never have the chance to say thank you. We also ask our graduates to share a place, somewhere special, somewhere we can get together when all this is finished. My favourite place um, is, is a little town. I'm originally from Sierra Leone. And just on the outskirts of Sierra Leone, there's a place called Gloucester because um, we were colonised by the English. It's a little tiny village. It's a hilltop village. It's just literally, what, about 15 minutes drive from the main city centre. So within the city, you are in a countryside. It's a little farming village. So you're basically self-sufficient. You grow your own fruits and vegetables. And uh, when I moved to England, I found it very hard to eat tomatoes. The taste was not the same. So I find myself eating more to find that taste. 
Um, you basically live with nature. So you are in your back garden and then you just have the monkeys come on and steal the apples and stuff and, and walk back in. So apart from you see the trees and the forest, um, you've got another side to which is all plantation. So you've got all this little, I don't, it's not gardens, they, they, they're like, um, it's a farming community. So you've got all these people planting all their vegetables and stuff. And if you go even higher, depending on how high you are, you will just see the whole city beneath you. And that was what I love. And on a foggy day, if you look at the, the little streams that run, you can see the water and then there is a mist and then nothing else. So it's literally like the mist is floating off the water. And that sometimes I can sit there for ages just watching the stream in the mist flowing. I'm thinking life goes on. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another graduate and another story. Feeling inspired by what you've just heard? Take the first step to getting the career you want by contacting the Careers Service. As a recent graduate, you can continue to access all of our services, including access to vacancies on My Career Hub, practice interviews, our full calendar of online employer events, and online appointments with one of our career consultants. Find out more at ed.ac.uk forward slash careers.